0: Hi, my name is Guy Tranen and this is Edge. and today we're here with Vernon Miller, who's uh, one of our alumni masters for the week, and he is a teacher in Walt Hill, Omaha Nation, Omaha Nation Correct. school, and he is teaching business. And I had some questions, because uh, one of the things that uh, Vernon has been doing is teaching um, multiple things, including social media, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because I think that's something a lot of stru- schools are struggling with. Mm-hmm. Uh, some schools are just saying, I don't want to touch it. Other schools, I think, are struggling. Okay, how are we going to teach it? What, what is our role in teaching it? Especially since a lot of schools just ban it, try to ban it outright, mm-hmm. and it's becoming harder and harder. And the second thing is, and that's something I learned as we were talking, and that is that you work in an environment where you don't have a lot of equipment, so you've got to make do. And I think that's something that, again, a lot of teachers around the nation, uh, definitely in smaller schools and in rural schools have to deal with. You have limited resources and you've got to make do. How do you do that and still teach interesting things, engaging things? So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what you're doing.
1: Sure, in my school system, you know, I, about five, four or five years ago, when social media was, you know, evolving Mm -hmm. um, pretty rapidly, you know, there was, I was aware of my students using it, and they had questions for me every now and then. Um, Mm -hmm. At the time, you know, Facebook was almost Something they didn't consider, because MySpace was the bigger thing back then, Mm -hmm. and so uh, I was concerned for my students, because I have a sister who's now a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, four or five years ago, she was an eighth grader, ninth grader. She was getting on social media, and just that thing—that's what initially started my concern with our students. And so I wanted to, you know, with her, I, I looked out for her safety and wondering, okay, if I'm not teaching it in the school, I'm sure other students aren't learning it in school either about safety-wise what is expected you know Mm -hmm. in terms of preventing um, incidences or anything that could happen at a safety level but not only that what's appropriate and what's not appropriate to be what to use in social media
0: and i i actually as a parent Mm -hmm. to to teenagers i have to say that i've experienced it from the other way Mm -hmm. is i try to work with my kids a little bit as a parent but it's hard at that age as a parent to work with them on things that are social because Mm -hmm. you're the parent you're too Mm -hmm. old too out of touch you don't get it Mm. but schools didn't do much Mm. and my kids actually made some serious mistakes Mm. not safety wise but social wise saying the wrong things Mm. or in the wrong tone Mm. so i thought that when you started talking about teaching about social media i immediately thought that would be fantastic Mm. because otherwise you you're making mistakes and those mistakes can live with you for for a long time everybody in school remembers you wrote that on your facebook page sure. and it stays with you mm-hmm. exactly and, and it can set you up mm-hmm. in some ways
1: exactly and that's what i was concerned with you know mm-hmm. and, I, and like i said if if i knew that you know wasn't being something that's a part of anybody's curriculum you know it needs to be you know and and, yeah. and, and but who does it and i figured as a business teacher technology teacher mm-hmm. you know i'm in direct contact with the students the technology learning and what they're doing in in, in the school and so I just you know, developed the presentation, Social Networking 101, mm-hmm. and where it talks about first an intro of what those different social networking sites are. What exactly is social networking? Because mm-hmm. you know, it's more than just those four websites. It's you know, using the video, the communication part of it. You know, there's just so much, the photos and the sharing. And, and so I wanted to make sure that my students were aware of mm-hmm. one, what's out there, because you know, you know, their, their resources and what they are accessing now is limited. Um, but I think that's also what's happening with the involvement of the different networking sites. Like I said, MySpace was big, now it's you know obsolete. Facebook is kind of, I think for our students, becoming something they don't go to as much. Now it's Twitter, yep. you know, and they're tweeting like crazy. And so, <laughs> um, like I said, as, a, as an educator though, I wanted to make sure that my students were aware of issues that they should be yeah. cognizant of and, and aware of. And so I, like one is safety, and then now a big issue that's evolving over the past few years is bullying now. Mm-hmm. And I guess what's appropriate level of that they need to be concerned with and how they're on those sites, you know, what's, what's appropriate, what's not, now bullying and how would affect the things that they're saying are and the things that they post and the issues that our students are dealing with now yeah. that they haven't had to before. Um, like I said, you know, people call them, you know, internet thugs because, you know, they may do something on internet you know, they wouldn't do in, in person mm-hmm. or face to face because they're using the, that computer screen or the internet as that that kind of you know, mask from you know, saying something out loud. So that's why I was.
0: Mask and, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't feel as real. Yes. So mm-hmm. you do things that are hurtful and you don't always mean it mm-hmm. in the same way. And that's why you would avoid doing that mm-hmm. in person because in person you immediately see reaction and you mm-hmm. can move back. When you send something in the Twitter sphere or whatever mm-hmm. you would like sure. to call it, it's there, mm-hmm. it's there forever and mm-hmm. you can't take it back.
1: Exactly. And so I, I maintain the school's webpage. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, you know, web pages right now, they're kind of, Facebook is pretty popular. Yeah. And so I, what I've noticed too is, you know, which is a good thing, is schools are seeing the value of Facebook now. You know, um, a couple of years ago I created our school's Facebook page. And, you know, I've always given that warning when I talk to, to schools and to staff members that if you don't get a hold of that name of your school, the students will. And yeah. I, know, I know of schools in this in our state who the students got a hold of that name first. <laughs> and they use it as an inappropriate, you know. Yes avenue of sharing information. Um, but if the schools can get a hold of that name, for example, our, our Facebook is facebook.com Omaha Nation. Mm-hmm. And I use it, you know, as a communication mechanism, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, with not only the students but parents, community members, those interested in our school, so They'll go there and I post videos, I post photos, mm-hmm. I post events that are going on in, in our school. I also provide updated information, mm-hmm. especially in Nebraska what's the seasonal, the seasons that we have. You know if it, there's an early out early late mm-hmm. start if there's no school and so and i have also taken advantage of you can link your twitter to your facebook so yeah. every time i update a post or add anything to facebook it gets it sent automatically out. tweets as well and so the students are able to you know since they can't access facebook at school when they get mm-hmm. home or they can get on twitter you know because you can get texts from you know yeah. as well and um, they can access it later and they can you know keep updated that way and, and the community has also use it now too and they, you know we communicate that way is there school today I heard you know there's mm-hmm. something going on or we'll ask through that avenue also so
0: and so uh, my, my second question is really about how do you or what do you do with limited resources mm-hmm. and still doing things that are engaging to mm-hmm. students how do you use what you have so mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you have and how that has evolved mm-hmm. and then uh, how you've used it mm-hmm. to maximize student learning.
1: Sure. With limited technology, you know, you really have to be creative first. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so the one thing I've, I've, I've learned is you, you know, you look for partnerships yep. and you look for not only organizations and other, and teachers, you know, or classes you can collaborate with, but also schools, you mm-hmm. know, whether it be a neighboring school, um, also just, you know, with a college or university, Um, as well as government agencies, you know, Mm -hmm. there's the government agencies, you know, they go through their computers, you know, pretty regularly and they'll often um, give some of those to to schools that apply for it through their, they have a funding mechanism where they um, exchange those out. Um, But just developing partnerships, I developed a partnership and we now have some uh, computers in my school that those students are able to use. It's Mm -hmm. limited, um, but I take advantage of what I have and me being creative with, like I said, and I find free resources on the Mm -hmm. internet that our school is able to access, and that's what I use in terms of providing the skills that I want my students to have um, in learning digital media, mm-hmm. um, in learning you know social media, what we can access, um, and just making sure that you're creative, like I said, creating partnerships, um, and just using what you can that's free, that's out there. There's a lot of things that are free. So um, give us
0: a... F- give Give me a few examples
1: sure you... sure um i use when i am in my digital media class and we're learning about you know creating videos and mm-hmm. pictures i use animoto.com mm-hmm. you know and that's a great free resource you can create something under 30 seconds for free um, you can also create an educator account where you can get a little bit more time but you, you know they have pictures yeah. already on there there's already videos on there there's music already there um, you and just put it together. Yeah, you just put it together. You add your text. You add whatever you whatever photos you add. You can upload photos. You can upload videos, mm-hmm. and you just create. Um, that's what I use for my basic introductory um, unit to digital media. You know, we create mm. just a class yeah. schedule, different lessons I've done, and then I um, eventually want to get them to where they develop a, a PSA, a you know, public service announcement, public mm-hmm. service announcement. And they are able to uh, pick any social issue. So, like I said, um, I want to engage them, but I also want to make it relevant to them. Mm-hmm. So they pick a social issue um, that they feel is affecting their community. And um, our small rural community, you know, we have a lot of issues that you know is unique to our situation. Yeah. So the students will pick an issue, um, whether it's you know, like I said, for some it's truancy, for some it's education, mm-hmm. for some it's um, health issues, you know, yep. that are affecting American Indians. Um, others, you know, alcohol and drugs, you know, that's something that's becoming big in smaller communities in Nebraska. And they, you know, they do the research. So yeah, it's a public service announcement with PSA, but I take a little bit further problem, solution, action, yeah. identify what the problem is that they fill, identify mm-hmm. what a solution is, and what's an action they can take to kind of overcome that issue or just be more aware of it or find more information on it. And so I found that that Unit to be helpful for my students because, like I said, they're engaged in it, you know, mm-hmm. they're finding the research, they're relevant because it's about their, their community yeah. and what they feel is important.
0: And, and that really dovetails well about the things that a lot of the people who are doing educational technology are talking about now that goes beyond education because this goes beyond the technology. This mm-hmm. is about the, the problem, and it's in problem based learning. We do we do talk about social problems, mm-hmm. problems we, we, are, we have from the real world mm-hmm. that now become part of our curriculum, mm-hmm. and that becomes more meaningful and engaging and technology just adds a layer, mm-hmm. but it's not just technology mm-hmm. and it des- it's definitely not technology for technology's sake sure. And so, what what other projects did they do? Now I'm interested,
1: <laughs> intrigued. <laughs> sure, I mean we, we we do a little bit further things. You know, we create um, on some of the photo editing sites. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll teach them how to you know edit photos. I mean, the different digital media process. You know, adding text to photos, creating you know different projects with text, collages is something that's um, we're doing new this year with them, and they're creating. For digital
0: collages, or do well, you print out? They're them? digital,
1: yeah, when we create them, obviously, but then yeah. we um, we will print them out, And but I try to conserve, because they were limited in technology, we're obviously yeah. limited on some of the things you can produce from it, but most everything's digital, um, but with a lot of the different um, f- Sites and resources out there that a lot of it's connected now with Facebook mm-hmm. and it's connected with Twitter or any other, you know, photo sharing sites. Yeah. And so our students will post it there or they'll, you know, submit it that way and then it's available for them when they get home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I we like, for example, we just celebrated our annual um, powwow in mm-hmm. our community in August. And so I had our students, you uh, know, I know, I okay.
0: came. Oh, good, good. At least the one here. Okay,
1: sure. <laughs> and so we had, you know, had a camera there and the students, you yeah. know, we took a lot of pictures and the students were able to capture some different perspectives you know that they felt was important to them at the mm-hmm. and so that was you know like i said making it relevant to them and yeah and they were engaged because they were, the pictures were of their relatives of their friends you know and yeah. so they're able to like i said use use that lesson and unit and creating an item that they was important to them and i had them print them out you know we made a little um collage of the photo collages on, on one of the walls outside of my classroom oh, and so fantastic. we have visitors come by they love looking at it and seeing Know, some of the and all that of that
0: was done with how many cameras?
1: That was done with one camera. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, and I think that's mm-hmm. an important message for me because we talked about this, and that is that you can do a lot with mm-hmm. limited equipment if mm-hmm. you think about it creatively mm-hmm. and you plan it out. Correct. And, and then a few more computers but then but Mm -hmm. you don't have a one-to-one school no and not even close so there are ways to work with limited equipment if you think about it you plan it out you kind of Mm -hmm. lay it out and you do something and the kids have multiple opportunities now we'd love to have for everybody to Mm -hmm. have everything but Mm -hmm. that's not our situation yet exactly but we can do things that are meaningful
1: Mm -hmm. like i said when i we take the pictures i just I download all the pictures to every computer, mm-hmm. and when the students are working on them, they have access to all the same pictures, and so like, that was unique seeing what they created. So,
0: Okay, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So, if you had a message for teachers as an um, alumni master uh, this week, what would be your message to teachers who want to use technology?
1: To be creative, one, and to be flexible, because technology mm-hmm. has is evolving continuously. Yeah. And so you can't really, you know, rely on one form of technology as mm-hmm. your technology to use in your classroom. Um, and like I said, making sure it's relevant and engaging because and it's one thing to get technology in your classrooms, but you got to be able to use it and you want to make sure your students are benefiting from the learning process in it. You mm-hmm. know, what are the students getting out of it? Um, like I said, and if, the more you can engage your students in it, the more they're going to appreciate it and the more they're going to learn, you know, from how important it is and, how, you know, and make, finding that value and finding mm-hmm. what's important to them by using it and what they're learning and how they're gonna use it in their future profession and future life, so.
0: Yeah, making it relevant. Correct. Okay, thank you very much. Sure. And uh, my name is Guy Train and this is Tech Edge. <laughs>